The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, at the beginning of every one of these episodes, if you're new to the Sexy Cool Lounge, thank you. Thank you for coming on board. Thank you for allowing us to just spread some positivity, some good vibes only along your journey through the universe, right? And if you're so inclined, I advise you go back to our website at www.sexycoollounge.com. Check out any episode between one and 99 with this OMG being episode number 100. Man, who would have thought that we would have gotten here, y'all? But thank you. Thank you for being a part of this journey, right? If you want to follow the podcast, you can do that on any one of your podcast platforms. We are on all of them. Find us, subscribe, and give us a follow. We'd love to have you. And if you're on social media, Instagram, Give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge, and we'll follow you back, all right? And y'all know, <laughs> you can always find me on Facebook. Send me a friend request, and I will accept, all right? And the big news, oh, also, hey, here we go, guys. Uh, we have now a Sexy Cool Lounge Vibe Nation community chat on Facebook. Go on over there, become a member, and let's uh, continue to spread some good vibes only in the universe. And for 2023, you guessed it, Sexy Cool Lounge is on YouTube. Y'all need to go on over there, subscribe, and catch the vibe. See my pretty face for a little bit as y'all hear my voice. <laughs> so now that we done got housekeeping out of the way, right? I cannot tell you how excited I am about this episode, right? This is episode number 100. Man, it is so surreal, y'all. I mean, we are in 57 countries. We're in about 576 cities worldwide with downloaded episodes, man. And I could not have done it without you guys. So thank you so much for all of that. So bringing on episode number 100, I could not have asked anyone else to be a part of this footprint in our journey. So she's making her return visit and y'all know her she was a hit on episode number 50 and that's all i got to say because y'all know who she is but for those that don't let me just give you a little bit of her flavor she is a mother she is a motivational speaker she is a life coach she is an author you know she's wearing like many many hats and if you know her y'all know her but if you don't know her let me introduce you to her she is the one and only dr nicole scott dr scott or dr nicole dr. how are you today i'm good in yourself <laughs> girl it has been a ride since episode 50, okay? 
And I am so humbled. I'm so excited that you are here, like giving us some more of your knowledge and your positive energy on episode 100. How are you today? I'm good. Well, first, congratulations on episode 100. That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm just glad and humbled to be back. So thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being around. Thank you for being around. So how has everything been since episode 50? You know, things are growing and that's always a good thing. But with growth, you know, comes kind of, you know, things get out of control sometimes because, you know, you, you're faced with new opportunities. A lot of new things come along and you want to do everything. But what I'm learning in this season is that I can do anything, but I can't do everything. So just being more selective in these opportunities that come along, because, again, everyone, you know, doesn't deserve access. And that's just being totally real. That's not being, you know, um, conceited or anything, but everyone does not deserve access to what I bring um, to this world. So I'm just being more selective. So that's kind of where I am and I'm enjoying it along the way. And just knowing that no is a no and no is my sentence and that's it. No is my sentence. I love it, love it. So you know how this works before we get into the nuts and bolts of why you're here, okay? We all would like to know, Dr. Nicole, what does sexy cool mean to you? Sexy cool means to me just being authentically okay with who you are, right? Because being sexy is not just, it can be, you know, what you wear, but it's also a mindset too, right? So as we're talking about this whole mental maturity thing, just the self-awareness, knowing who you are and being okay with who you are, that's very sexy cool. Words of wisdom from Dr. Nicole. So there you go. Thank you so much for the answer. Um, as I've always said, I can ask that question a million times, but I will never get the same answer twice. And I haven't gotten the same answer twice, which is why I feel like that question is so unique because it's all about the perspective from the person who is giving the answer. Absolutely. Right? So thank you so much for uh, giving us your second <laughs> opinion in the Sexy Cool Lounge on what a sexy cool mean to you. Thank you very much You're for welcome. that. So the reason why I asked you to uh, come on this episode was I wanted to talk about mental maturity, okay? And I felt like there's nobody else in my Rolodex who is more qualified to, to share, enlighten us, inform us, and to just bring home what mental maturity is really all about, okay? So the way I kind of want to start this off is talk to me about what is mental maturity? I think people have a perception of what it is, but really help us understand, because I think sometimes when people want to use that phrase, they're using it in a way that's really not truly beneficial. So let's really talk about and understand first, what is mental maturity? So I think mental ma maturity starts with self-awareness, right? Because we can't be mentally mature if we don't fully understand internally, right? What it is, our triggers, what makes us happy, what makes us sad, what makes us angry, right? 
being in tune with our emotions. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, still thinking that if you're vulnerable or if you cry, then you're a punk or that's a sign of weakness, but that's not mental maturity. Being able to show your emotions is the absolute sign of strength, but a lot of people don't understand that. So it's important to be self-aware because until you can do that, then you can't you know, do anything else. You can't see other people for who they are, you know, and learning to take that, you know, personal intrinsic inventory, knowing, you know, things that you need to work on, things that, you know, you may need to change about yourself because just because you're 50 doesn't make you mentally mature. And just because you're 25 doesn't make you immature. I've seen, a you know, go both ways. I've seen the most immature 55-year-olds and I've seen the most mature, you know, 20-year-olds. So it's important to, again, it starts with self-awareness because if you don't have that, then you can't do anything else, you know? So self-awareness is key. I think sometimes there are a lot of us in the universe that try to equate mental maturity with age, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I'm grown. So that automatically gives me the credibility of saying that I'm mentally mature. But in my opinion, and I really wanna get your feedback on this is, Mental maturity equates to your behavior, whether it's your social behavior, whether it's your work behavior, whether it's your family behavior, okay? I feel like you, you can't have one without the other, right? Because whatever your mental state is, your behaviors will mirror that in some way, shape or form and be exposed outward, right? So I just want to kind of get your thoughts on the the balance between mental maturity and behavior, because it's not about what number you are. Like you said, you could be 50, 42, you can be whatever and be grown legally, but your behavior and how you do things and how you respond to things can clearly say, in my opinion, mentally, you're not mature. Is that is that fair? That's very fair. And you see it all the time. You know, we've all experienced that person or people who have issues at work, you know, family, um, you know, friend circle. And it's like they can blame it on everything else, you know, except themselves. And it's like, well, when are you going to take that step back and look at yourself and see who's that common denominator, right? So, you know, if you're, if you don't get along with your family, you know, if you have children, you're not getting along with the mother or father and, you know, work is just always coming down on you. At some point, like I said, you have to take that step back, but because that mental maturity isn't there, it's easy to place blame on everyone else but themselves. Because again, like I said, when you're not able to see things for what they really are, it's easy to place that blame. So I always, Tell people it's important to take ownership, right? Because again, at the end of the day, no matter what situation we go through in life, we all play a part in it, right? Whether you could have said something different, whether you could have walked away, whether you invited something, you know, in your life, there's always a part we play, but it's easy to play victim. It's easy. And it's so funny when I say play victim, because that was something that came to me later in life, right? Because I like to say, oh, you know, well, so-and-so is doing this and so, you know, and then my therapist had to remind me like, Nicole, you're not a victim. You know, you weren't 
um, you weren't robbed at gunpoint, you know, you weren't assaulted. You know, when I really thought about it, like it's so true, people love to throw that victim word around. But when you think about it, you're not truly a victim because we all play a part in things that we experience in life. So the like again, and that all goes back to that self-awareness because when you start to really take a look at the situation for what it is, you can always see the part that you played in a situation. Would you agree that in playing the victim, right? And and it's so easy to to use that as the escape goat, mm-hmm. right? Oh me, oh me, oh my. You know, everybody's always coming down on me or this person is always saying something negative wrong. Is it that they're really saying something negative wrong or are they really giving you constructive criticism so that you can grow? I feel like the immaturity part of mental maturity, if you will, is never really having that accountability, never really owning and, and when I say owning, I mean you own it. Not that someone has to call you out to own it. You have to reflect in yourself and say, could I have handled that situation better? Or did this person just truly come at me sideways and I needed to react the way that I did? I think we're so caught up in life to always want to point the finger mm-hmm. at someone else. Well, they made me do. No, no one made you. That that was your choice. You made a choice to do that. And now because you don't like the ramifications or the impact of what your behavior caused, now you want to blame that fire on someone else rather than owning you started that fire. You need to put that fire out and don't point the finger at anybody else right right we is that is is it fair to say that that's that that's a credible if you will red flag that if someone is always saying something that to make them the victim or something that like moves them away from owning responsibility can we in a fair way look at that and say ah you know that's a little bit of a red flag for me in identifying mental maturity in that particular person. Would that be fair? Absolutely. And accountability is important. Like I said, someone who's always willing to place the blame, like, well, I did this because you said this, or because you did this, I did that. But that's not true. You did it because that's what you wanted to do, right? Right, wrong, or indifferent. But no one can make you do something you don't want to do. So I always tell people, because there's always that split second before you're going to respond, take a breath, just take a breath. And see, you know, and just by taking a breath sometimes, it really can change how you respond to a situation. If you choose to walk away, and if some people say, well, if I walk away, they're going to think I'm a punk. So what? <laughs> who Again, because if you're truly whole with yourself, who cares what anyone else has to say? I can't tell you the amount of times I just walk away from a situation. I just say, okay, because guess what? I'm in control of how I respond to it. And what you think about that, that's on you. It doesn't have anything to do with me. But people are so caught up on how society is going to view them or someone's going to think. But as long as you're okay with you, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you. And like I said, that's also a red flag for me. If you're so caught up on what someone else is going to think about you or you can't you know, be a punk in front of your boys or whatever, what, what are we really doing here? Especially at our age now, like it's just, and again, and for me, that's a huge red flag because I want you to be authentically you 
because that's who you are, not because you're reacting because you're you're trying to gain credibility in some which way that doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things. So I totally agree. Accountability is key. You know, you said something about, you know, either, you know, gaining respect or anything like that. But I'll also add running in clicks where 15, 20 years ago, you know, you guys went out bar hopping and drinking and, you know, all of that stuff. At some point in your life, you got to grow up. You know what I'm saying? It's not It's not that you don't still have your good core friends from 20 years ago. I got friends from almost 40 years ago. But what I can tell you is <laughs> my boys from, <laughs> from 40 years ago, you know, uh, uh, 35 years ago, you know, we're not partying and, 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 and clubbing the way we, be, we did back in the day. We've all grown up. We have different lives. And I think that that is also a testament of, of mental maturity as well. You know, if you're still doing, and this is my opinion, but if you're still doing, if you're still running in the bars and wanting to, you know, drink crazy every weekend and all this other stuff the way you did when you was in your 20s and early 30s, and you in your 40s and 50s now, and you still running hard like that? Hmm. Is it fair to say that, you know, we've got to, like, maybe bring an eyebrow up to a mental maturity in that situation as well? Like, like you grow over time. And if you're not growing, then something is, you know, a little off there. Is that fair to say as well? Absolutely. And I, you know, always say, you know, elevation requires separation. You know, we naturally just going to outgrow people and I'm not going to throw stones. I'm not going to judge you. But what I do know is that we can't continue, you know, our friendship or whatever, because I'm trying to grow and evolve. And, you know, when we do grow, you know, we have to change, you know, certain things about ourselves. And I'm not saying I don't like to go out and party every once in a while, but like you said, every weekend, no, because I'd rather be home working on my goals. You know, what's my next business move? And again, and I want people in my circle who are doing those same things, because again, I don't want to do the turn up. Like I'm over 40. What are we doing? You know, it's <laughs> fine every once in a while, but listen, I can only right. do one. Either we go out during the day or we go out during the night. Like, I just don't understand what the draw in that is. But then again, also being authentically true in ourselves that listen, if you want to do that, that's fine, but that's not who I am. It doesn't make me boring. It doesn't make me corny. It just makes me who I am. And I'm going to stand true in that. So people get offended sometimes when it's just like, oh, you changed because you think you did that. Yes, I did change. And we all should have changed, you know, because that's just the cycle of life. And if you have not, again, no judgment towards you, but you just can't come with me to the next level. Absolutely. Coming to you at the next level is so essential, right? And going to the next level is really where I want to take the next part of this conversation and really get into mental maturity as it relates to social media. And then I kind of want to follow that into mental maturity and relationships, right? You know, and we're both on social media okay so i'm not here knocking social media i think it's a a very vital platform i think it's something that when it's used properly in my opinion okay just my opinion um it's informative and it can connect people in ways that we couldn't be connected before 
okay? But I think when you start to put a lot of your life, like, like if someone on social media knows more about your life than someone off social media, I think, in my opinion, that to me is where we can have a conversation about mental maturity, right? Because I, my opinion is just, you shouldn't be putting everything in anything. And when I say everything in anything, I mean everything in anything on social media. You know what I'm saying? So give me your thoughts on mental maturity and social media. And I can really give my opinion because <clears throat> I've been there. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I, you know, years ago wasn't that person every day. Not me not posting you know, everything about my life because I'm genuinely private, but I would post all the time because I was looking for like that external validation, right? So I was always posting pictures or just doing things and I'm out and doing because I just needed people to tell me that I was beautiful, that I was worth it. Oh, look at you doing all these great things when in essence, I should have been telling my stuff myself that. So when I see people who post, you know, constantly and posting, you know, all of these things, it's really, that's what it is because you're not posting on social media for you. You're posting constantly for other people, for them to respond, for them to engage with you. So I always say that there's something internally missing that you're seeking by constantly putting all that information out there. And I do feel like, you know, there should be a level of privacy when it comes to social media or, you know, when you're posting certain things and then you get mad that people are asking, but you're putting the information out there so people are naturally going to ask. So it's just, it's, it is a level of mental maturity because when you're truly, and then and let's talk about the people who constantly berate people on social media too. You know, people who are truly whole with themselves, hey, you don't find the time to be nasty and write, you know, disrespectful things about other people on social media. And when you're truly whole at yourself, you post things again because maybe you want to encourage, maybe you want to uplift, maybe you want to celebrate an accomplishment, but it's not an everyday thing that you're posting constantly. So I agree. It be, it has to come with a level of mental maturity where you're okay with yourself and you can get what you need from yourself versus putting everything on social media. So if we're going down the road of mental maturity with the social media and being selective, if you will, with what we post, um, some private things need to stay private. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need to be putting, in my opinion, your dirty laundry mm -hmm. on social media. You know, you don't need to be putting any of maybe your intimate stuff with a particular person <clears throat> on social media. Those are the type of things that I think we're talking about. Like you, you have to have a different mindset to say these are things that need to stay away from my social media because once it's out there in the Ethernet, it's out there. And if you're really saying you don't care what other people think, then you're really in a defense mode against yourself and you're self-sabotaging yourself by saying, I don't care what people, yeah, you do, because if you didn't, you wouldn't have put it out there. There you go. Okay. So as we kind of segue from the mental maturity in social media, let's kind of visit a little touchy subject with mental maturity and relationships, right? My opinion is you get into a relationship, 
it comes with accountability and responsibilities, right? So give me your thoughts on mental maturity and relationships. And, and it goes both ways. So we're not just talking about men to women or, or women to men. We're talking about relationship to relationship. A relationship, you decide to get into a relationship. So that comes with accountabilities to the other person and responsibilities to the other person. Talk to me about that as it relates to mental maturity. But I think the same thing in relationships, it starts with that self-awareness, right? Because again, we can always say, you know, where our partner lacked or things that they could have done differently, but people very rarely look to see, you know, how they played a part in a relationship, whether it's, it's, it's successful or whether it's not. So I think it's important for people to be self-aware, take accountability, all of those things with communication. You know, I can't tell you how many times I hear, well, I just don't like to communicate, but you have to communicate and healthy communication, right? And even if you maybe did not have that perfect example when you were growing up, it doesn't absolve you from not learning how to effectively communicate with your partner. Um, making sure that you show up for your partner in a way that works for them. We always want to say, well, I, you know, well, you know, physical touch is my love language or quality time. And because that's your love language, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's their love language. So learning to love people the way that they need to be loved. And then you can decide, you know, whether that works for you or not. But, you know, people sometimes want to give up, you know, so easily. And relationships aren't easy, right? So we have to do that work. We have to take accountability. And again, being real with where you are, right? Because if marriage is not your goal, if a long-term relationship isn't your goal, then just be honest with that and allow that person to make that decision, you know, for themselves. But don't get into something knowing that that's not what you're looking for. So it's just so many layers in terms of relationships and being mentally mature. And I can always respect someone who's honest from the jump and being real with their intentions up front. And then what I choose to do with that information, then that's on me, right? Because that person was real and up front. So just again, the more self-aware that you are with yourself, the, you know, the better that you can enter into a relationship because you know yourself. And then that will help you be able to learn that person. So I totally agree with everything that you're putting on the table and it's coming in hot and and like almost like in your face. And, and I think that's what we need to hear because we're so sometimes conditioned to just move away and, and deflect or really look at things from a side eye point of view and not really head on. Right. And you made some really good points about you know, owning that accountability within your relationship to say, hey, you know, if 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 this isn't what you want, then you need to be up front and let someone else make a decision. I think part of mental maturity is giving someone the information because you respect them and whatever their decision is based on the 100% information that you've provided them to let them make their own decision is where everything will fall. I think the immaturity part comes in when you knowingly don't divulge all of the information that you know that you should be putting on the table for them to make their own decision. And by not putting that information on the table, you are selectively influencing their decision on your behalf, which then makes the contrast between immature mm -hmm. and mental maturity in my opinion, your thoughts. 
No, I, I definitely agree with you. You're spot on in everything that you said. So it's just, but again, if a person is not honest with themselves, <laughs> they can't be honest with anyone else. So, um, and like I said, I'm single, I'm dating, but even my, you know, dating life has, you know, matured because before I used to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to date just to date. No, no, I don't. Because again, if I'm going to allow someone in my space, I at least want that person to be someone that I enjoy being around. And I can, even if it doesn't involve to anything, but I don't want, if you're silly, if you're inconsistent, if you lack communication, if you don't know your, and for me, the lack of self-awareness is the quickest way to just get you x off the list because I can't do it. You know, I can't do it. So it's hard, but at the end of the day, I refuse, right, to just be doing something just to do it. I don't do that in my business. You know, I don't do that, you know, with my family. So then why would I do that in my dating life? And again, I don't knock anyone who does that, but it's important for me as I evolve and mature to be intentional with dating as well. So <laughs> the, the reason I'm laughing is that as soon as, as soon as you said that you're single and you're dating, first thing that came to my head was, uh-oh. So all the fellas that are in Vibe Nation is about to blow up your emails. So, hey, y'all heard it from her, fellas. She is single and she's dating, but I am not giving you permission to blow up her emails just because she said that on this show. All right. Right. So please, please refrain. Okay, fellas. <laughs> Listen, so uh, the, before we get out of here, I, I do want you to dress to address um, being in a relationship and the things that you choose, and because it's a choice, right? You choose to share on social media that might be disrespectful to your partner, okay? So I need, I need, your, I need you to bring it home with that. You're in a relationship. You've got things going, but you know what? There's certain things that you just should not be doing on social media or out in public when you commit to a relationship. So let's talk about that for a minute on the mental maturity side. And I think it, it you know, it goes, and I always tell people, if you would be upset if you saw this from your partner, then why would you do it? Because, and again, like I said, people can pretend to be what they want on social media, right? You can pretend that your relationship is great, you know, because again, we only see that small snapshot. But again, if you're truly happy, you know, in your relationship, then why are you seeking, you know, external validation from other people? Or, you know, well, we were in an argument and X, Y, Z happened. What do you think, Facebook? Again, those people are in your relationship and they only seen this much of the story. So, should that be advice that you really trust, right? I just would never go to social media for advice. Again, not saying that there aren't great people on social media, but at the end of the day, your relationship is your relationship. And if we can't work that out between the two of us, that I then got to seek social media, then we have bigger problems. So I feel like that, that then a larger conversation needs to be had because if we can't work it out between the two of us, then again, we have bigger problems with lack of communication, lack of trust, and a whole bunch of other things. So whenever I see that sometimes and people post that on social media, I'm not going to respond. I just scroll by, but I'm like, they got bigger issues, bigger fish yeah. to fry than whatever, yeah. this little snapshot of an issue yeah. that you posted on social media. And I think also too, as, as we kind of like stay on this, this topic of mental maturity with social media is 
you know, if you're in a relationship, you should not be, in my opinion, like having certain conversations with certain people of the opposite sex on social media, right? Whether it's, you know, a guy having this conversation with a married woman or a married woman having a conversation with a particular guy, it, it doesn't matter to me. If you're in a relationship with someone, then there should be the accountability and the responsibility through your mental maturity to say that mm, this isn't appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Especially on social media, whether, you know, social media or not, you know, real life or not, there's still certain things that when you say you're in a relationship with someone that you should have the mental capacity to say, this is okay. This is not okay. This is, this is clearly going over the line because of what the choice I made to be with someone else. Is that fair? No, it's very fair. And like you said, I just feel like people don't understand, like, you know, the consequences of their actions because, you know, yes, someone may jump into your inbox or whatever, but it's on you as that person to know I'm in a relationship. And like you said, it may start off, and that's how things happen. They start off innocent, but why are you even entertaining this person in the first place? So Agreed. again, there's something that you're you're seeking. There's a void that you're seeking to fill. So again, that circles right back to the, you know, the earlier point that you have much bigger issues because when you truly are happy, you know, you're true, you're, you're not seeking, you know, other things. Of course, there's going to never be a partner that checks all your boxes, right? But if you're truly content and happy, you know, for the most part, you don't have that reason to be seeking, you know, other things and you talk to your partner about that. You know, to me, that would be the first you know, solution. But again, like I said, I try not to judge people. I try not to knock anyone. But at the end of the day, you have to look into yourself to see, you know, is it truly an issue? Again, or are you seeking to fill that hole that's within you? And until you fix that yourself, you're going to be constantly seeking that for the rest of your life. There's going to be no one that can fill that void for you but yourself. So that's the bigger issue that I think people miss. Before we get up out of here, you are an author. I want you to talk to us a little bit about the book, Finally Free, From Perfect Storm to Perfect Peace. You are the author of that. Tell me a little bit about the book for those that don't know, and where can we find the book? Uh, for my YouTubers, this is the book that she has, all right? It is an extraordinary book. It is a very helpful mindset book. You guys need to really listen to what she's about to say. And I suggest you guys go out and get it. I got my autograph copy. Maybe you'll get yours. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the book. Yeah, so actually that book was my journey to mental maturity, right? Um, it's it's a memoir. It's really personal. And like I said, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a private person. So for me to even open my life up to the public was very difficult for me to do. But I always say that, you know, our pain has a purpose. So it would make no sense for me to go through all this and then I share it to other with other people in hopes that I can help someone. You know, I talk about depression. You know, I talk about my the consequences of the lack of self-worth and self-love and the situations that I found myself in because I did not truly love myself. You know, I talk about how you know, every situation in our life, we either invite it, create it, or allow, you know, so talking about that mental maturity and taking ownership and accountability of those things that we 
you know, or situations that we've been in and the part we played. But the greatest thing about the book is that I also share all the tips, all the strategies, all the tools that I learned all the way to get me to this level of finally free. And I say that with the quotes because, again, life is always going to happen. You know, we're never going to reach that point to where we're just finally free of everything and you reach the pinnacle and there's nothing else that's ever going to happen. However, using those tools to help you along the way so that you gain that mental clarity that mental maturity so that you're at least able to deal with those situations differently when they come along. Awesome. The book is phenomenal. You guys need to make sure that you get out of it. Where can we find the book? So Amazon, that's the best way to find it. Or like I said, if you want an autographed copy, um, you can find me on IG. Um, but like I said, it's on Amazon, um, but that's the easiest way to get it. So for my listeners, uh, can we do two autographed? books if uh we get correct email from uh two of my listeners absolutely so what, 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 let's 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 put this out there so if if i get two emails with the correct answer to what question what are two ways to determine that someone is not mentally mature and we talked about a lot of them today but two red flags i guess to say so family if you want an autographed personalized autographed copy of Finally Free, From Perfect Storm to Perfect Peace from Dr. Nicole Scott. Your challenge is my first two listeners to email me at sexycoolloungepodcast at gmail.com and tell us what are two of the red flags that she talked about in this episode. My first two emails that come through, I will pass them along to Dr. Nicole Scott and we will work out how to get you an autographed copy of her book, Finally Free, From Perfect Storm to Perfect Peace, y'all. It's a great book. You guys need to go on over to Amazon and pick it up. Dr. Nicole Scott, it has been an amazing journey with you. <laughs> 100 episodes. Wow. I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much for leaving your footprint on the Sexy Cool Lounge. And uh, tell everybody where we can find you. Tell everybody where we can continue to absorb your positive energy in this universe, please. Yes, so you can find me on IG, um, TikTok, and Facebook on at Finally Free to Be Me. Um, name's the same on all three platforms. And um, almost daily, I'm posting something encouraging with a little laughs in between. <laughs> uh, is there a website or just a social medias that we can just follow the social you? medias. All right, guys. So if you did not get a chance to write down any of her social medias, do not worry. It will be in the show notes with this episode and you can continue to stay in tune with her and all of her positive words, her positive messages and her positive energy, y'all. So Dr. Nicole, it has been a pleasure. This won't be the last time. And I know I said that on episode 50 and we are at 100. So I guess you need to book 150 episode and uh, we're going to make it happen. This will there be a tradition. There we go. You put it out there in the universe. <laughs> I'll see you at 150. <laughs> see you at 150, girl. All right. Dr. Nicole Scott, has been a pleasure. And family, always remember with everything else that we have done here today, continue to love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. All right. And never forget anything in this world, family, that even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy IV. I love you guys. Hey, thank you for riding with me to 100 episodes. 
and I will see you on the next episode.